The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It is at the home box office with our pal Steve Stebbing. Hey, Steve, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing really well. It's Friday, and um, I have to tell you that I um, have been using your tips from last month to get nice. me through <laughs> to get me through May with watching some uh, with you know passing some time. So we want to find out what we should be watching with movies sure. and with television. And so let's start today with some movies. And I want to start with this one. It was number one on your list, and I don't know if that was there uh, specifically at number one for a reason, but it's called extra. Extraordinary. Take a look. Why don't we see ghosts every day? Oh, leave me alone. Most hauntings are so small, they go unnoticed. Hi, this is Rose's driving school. Maybe you could have a chat with my daughter. Just to find out what's up with her. My name is Martin. Okay, so what are you listening to or watching right now, uh, Chedville? Let me know at 780-496-0063. Steve Stebbing says Extraordinary is something that we should check out. You said it's hilarious and will keep you laughing until the very end. Tell us about it. Yeah, basically it's about, uh, it's like a a, a British movie and it follows a uh, reluctant ghost hunter. Uh, (laughs) She has the the power of the medium. She can see ghosts, but she doesn't want to deal with them until uh, she is enlisted to help with uh, a man and his daughter. And the daughter is being uh, groomed for uh, sacrifice by a rock star looking to make a deal with the devil to get his popularity back. And the rock star is played by Will Forte, who is absolutely hilarious in the, this movie. Uh, but the main actress, you know, I've never seen her before. Her name's Maeve Higgins. She also co-wrote this movie. She is so adorably funny in this movie. Uh, it's such a sweetheart of a film. And again, it's, um, I always mess up his first name, but Waititi, Taika, Taika Waititi? Well, it's, um, it's reminiscent of, like, oh, okay. it's like if you took one of Taika Waititi's films and mashed it up with uh, okay. like, uh, the Hesses who did uh, uh, Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite, kind of like that. Yeah. All right. Sounds really, really interesting. Okay. The next one up um, sounds like it uh, is, is something that a lot of us need right now. Uh, taking a look at the goodness in humans. It's called The Painter and the Thief. When I close the door, I start to paint. That's my universe. Two paintings were stolen from a gallery in Norway today. The paintings were stolen in broad daylight. I don't know what to think. We have identified the thief. We have not found the painting. Uh, we had his name from the court papers. Hello? You might know who I am. I'm just a curious person. What made you do it? It was your masterpiece. So it's called The Painter and the Thief, and Steve, you said the movie blew your mind. 
Yeah, I, I didn't have any foreknowledge of this movie. Uh, some movies I just kind of go in blind. And uh, this is the most uh, engrossing documentary I've ever seen. Uh, and it follows a, a Czech uh, a painter who's an immigrant to Norway. Uh, she does like photorealistic uh, paintings and they get stolen from uh, an art gallery and feeling violated, she goes and confronts these the two thieves who are kind of our heroin junkies to to kind of get a peace of mind. But even beyond that, she says, I want to paint you. You're going to sit and for me for a painting. And it ends up cr creating a friendship between these two people that change both of their lives. Interesting. All right. Uh, sometimes you just need a feel-good movie that mm -hmm. uh, that ends in that way. So this next one, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing this. I, I think it sounds wonderfully hilarious. It's called The Trip to Greece. Service. This is the fourth time we've been on one of these little jaunts. We're uh, retracing the, the steps of Odysseus. Greeks were camped here ten years. I can do a week tops with a pillow. I won't camp without a pillow. It's a shame we're getting the ferry. I would like to stay in the hotel lesbian. Come on, come, Mr. Bond. You like staying in the hotel lesbian just as much as I do. If I can get my head down in the lesbian, I'm more than happy. All right. Okay. Um, the trip to Greece. What is this all about? Yeah, this is about uh, Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon playing kind of exaggerated versions of themselves, and they've been employed by uh, by an online paper to uh, do tours of uh, restaurants and wineries. Uh, this is the fourth movie they did, the trip, the trip to Italy, the trip to Spain, and now the trip to Greece is the final movie. Uh, and basically, they give each other barbs about their careers, about their appearance, uh, about who does the better impressions, because they're both incredible impressionists. Uh, and I'm going to say something controversial here. I, this might be the greatest franchise ever made. Really? Interesting. Uh, it, yeah, because every film is just as good as the one before it. So consistency, I'd say, is the best franchise. Okay, so that one is called The Trip to Greece. Let's get uh, along to the next one. And uh, never heard of it, but that's not surprising because you're <laughs> the movie guy, and I'm the one that asks you about movies. This one is called, well, y you say you you didn't believe it at the time, but you ended up watching probably one of your favorite films of 2020 with this one. It's called The Photograph. I just don't understand why she couldn't tell me about her life while she was alive. Maybe she thought it would help you look at her in another way. Hey, I'm Michael Block. From the Republic, I'm doing a story about your mom. How's your article coming? To be honest, I was a little distracted. So I kept running back in my mind how you might respond to me asking you for a drink. So that was you asking me? In, in my mind, it wasn't that forward. You know what I mean? It was more smoother than, than that. So, Steve, this film is a romantic drama that you mm -hmm. said is uh, right up there on your list. Tell us about it. Yeah, and I, beyond being like a romantic drama, I think it's about kind of self-discovery and healing because Issa Rae's character is the daughter of a very reclusive photographer that after her death, uh, a reporter played by Lakeith Stanfield comes to, to try to do a, a, a personal piece on her, uh, her past mother. And... Um, 
they end up hitting it off uh, and, and striking up more than just a romantic relationship, but like more of a uh, an intellectual friendship and everything too. And I, I just thought both actors just knock it out of the park. And the director and writer Stella uh, Stella Maggie is just she's got such a beautiful eye. I mean, there's so many shots in this movie that just jaw dropping. All right, so that one is called The Photograph, so you can check that one out. And number five on the list today, Natalie Wood, What Remains Behind. She wanted to have control over the choices. I did get the right to choose West Side Story. She was one of the few women that had that power. My mom had a string of relationships. RJ was the love of her life. It was like two parts of the same whole. Nat and RJ were both major stars. Natalie and I got married in Paradise Cove. We got a boat together and spent most weekends in Catalina. That night I went below and she wasn't there. What a story this is, and to this mm. day, still lots of questions. Steve, Natalie Wood, what remains behind? Again, yeah. you said it's phenomenal. Absolutely, and it was directed by Natasha Gregson Wagner who was mm. Natalie Wood's daughter, who was a spinning image of her mom. Uh, and yeah, it's a, a, an immense talent uh, that was taken far before her time, but that fought uh, for women's equality in the industry, fought for her own stature, fought, fought against contracts and everything. And I mean, this documentary, I think, really proves how dumb the conspiracy theories about her death are, just how just damaging to that, that family, to Robert Wagner, to, to everybody involved. And once you're kind of presented with the evidence, the only reason the killed case was reopened is because the press wanted it reopened, which is mm. just disgusting. Steve Stebbing joining us this afternoon. It's uh, at the home box office. Steve, what do you think it is about these, I don't know, whether it's the true life crime stuff, whether it's, you know, documentaries and, you know, we're going to talk after the break. We'll talk about this Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Rich series that is on right now. What is it that people love so much about these right now? Uh, I, I think it's the detachment from it. I, like, I, I think it's uh, like that's why Making a Murderer was so interesting because uh, a lot of these things you go into blind and you kind of form your own uh, jury equation out of it. And I think people really like to do that and kind of form their own theories. So we talked movies. Let's move into television. And uh, before the break, I was telling you, we started to watch this this week. Uh, it's called uh, Jeffrey Epstein, A Filthy Rich. It's on Netflix. It's a four or five part um, documentary or not even documentary, but a, a series. And I'm not sure it really gives us uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, Steve, I'm, I'm torn on this one because mm-hmm. I, I think for those of us that may be in the news business, we knew a lot about this. What is amazing, mm-hmm. though, is how much he got away with. The power. Yeah. It's absolutely unreal. Okay, let's take a listen. It's Jeffrey Epstein. In 2005, the Palm Beach Police Department received reports of young women going to and from his residence. Some ever revolving door of girls. Who else was underage? Oh, and those girls brought other girls too. It's a train, and it goes on and on and on. This case would put him in prison the rest of his life. Have you ever solicited a minor for prostitution? I'm going to invoke my Fifth Amendment right. 
Somehow, his lawyers had worked out a deal with the U.S. Attorney's Office. It was more evidence of the fact he was powerful and he could fix whatever thing came up. This case was one of the worst failures of the criminal justice system. And that, I think, Steve, is the big part of it, is one of the worst of the, the criminal justice system. How much he got away with is just laid out there. It's unreal. Yeah, absolutely. In episode one, I mean, it, it's, it gives you, like, why wasn't people, why didn't anybody come forward after 2005? Like, it gives you kind of, like, a very clear indication yeah. of why that was. Because everyone was scared you because they, you would come in, you would tell, you would give your statement everything. The, the, the officer taking your statement would go, uh, talk to his quote-unquote higher-ups, and then come back and say, well, I'm going to accuse you of prostitution and trafficking a minor yeah. and everything. You're going to serve 50 years. Do you still want to go ahead with this? They're basically protecting Epstein at every turn, uh, which is basically a lot of what this uh, series is about, but it, I'll say that it doesn't end with a suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you say it's a can't-miss documentary series. There's still lots of questions that will be asked about that mm-hmm. case for a very, very long time. Okay, also on Netflix, it is season two of Dead to Me. How are we supposed to figure out what to do with a dead body? I don't know. Baby, get ready, set, go! that involved wood chippers or dissolving a body in a bathtub. That is the man I was going to marry. He deserves some dignity. I'm sorry, Judy. Not everything is a Disney movie is about to start castle sparkle time, okay? The FBI are good at connecting dots. We are the dots. I'm warning you. Watch yourself. Because I sure as hell am. Can I say please? What are we going to do? I don't know what to do. I'm freaking the out here. <laughs> Uh, Steve, I know one of those voices. That's Christina Applegate, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I'm a product of the 90s, so of course I, <laughs> I have loved Christina Applegate for a long time. But to see her progression uh, in comedy, uh, just just how great of a comedic actress she is, uh, and and this series is so made for her. Uh, she plays a, a recently widowed woman who is deal- who is kind of dealing with the grief, the anger, everything uh, through support groups that she hates. But she ends up meeting a good friend there, played by Linda Cardellini, who have may have ties to her husband that she doesn't know about. Of course, we figure all that out in season one. I'm just trying to keep away from spoiled territory for those who haven't seen it. <laughs> because it is such a great show. We watched this one uh, last weekend. I had heard about it. I heard people talking about it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not a huge Jerry Seinfeld fan, but this new stand-up that he has is really good. It's called Jerry Seinfeld, 23 Hours to Kill. Oh, All things we do to convince ourselves our lives don't suck. And I know that because I know that everyone's life sucks. Your life sucks. My life sucks, too. <laughs> Perhaps not quite as much. Never feel bad that your life sucks. The greatest lesson you can learn in life sucks and great are pretty close. You go to a baseball game. You have a hot dog. The hot dog is cold. The bun is not toasted. The vendor is an ex-con in a work release program. Love that hot dog every time. Does it does it suck? Yes. Is it great? Yes. That's how close they are. All right. So again, Jerry Seinfeld, 23 hours to kill. I mentioned that I'm not a huge Jerry Seinfeld fan. You are, so you really mm-hmm. like this. 
Well, I, I, I mean, I, I, we, I read his book in the '90s, which is almost like a pamphlet. It was very short, but I, <laughs> I, I read that. I read sign language a couple times, and I, I always really dug Jerry. Uh, um, and he is the template for so much comedy that we have now. Yeah. Without Jerry Seinfeld, you don't have John Mulaney. Without yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, you don't have uh, as polished as Jim Gaffigan is. Yeah, without mm. like, there's just so many people that directly relate to Jerry Seinfeld. So, however you feel about Jerry Seinfeld, he has he still has a place on that Mount Rushmore of comedians. Absolutely, and you know what? As and as I said, I'm not a huge fan of his, but I did enjoy um, I did enjoy the show um, quite a bit. So we're almost out of time here. Uh, there was a couple other things that I wanted to ask you about. We won't play any audio from it, but Trial by Media again. It goes back to these true crime documentary things. Uh, this is on your list. Yeah. There's, I, I mean, there's just so much since the O.J. Simpson trial. Uh, we've been really drawn to court TV. We've been hanging on bated breath with uh, certain trials and everything, like Aaron Hernandez from the Patriots and all these other different ones. Uh, this one delves into a few key cases. One of them is that murder that happened because of Jenny Jones and her uh, mm-hmm. secret crush show uh, led to uh, the murder of a, of a gay man. Uh, also, the Rod, uh, the Rod Blagovich trial, a guy that was recently acquitted by Trump. Uh, you get the whole information on that and, and how the media drove that the narrative of that case. Uh, it's really fascinating stuff, especially in this day and age where we're kind of obsessed with all this stuff. All right, one more before we go. And uh, Pat Oswalt, I keep sc- I keep scrolling by this one. It's called I Love Everything. It's on Netflix. You're telling me that I should stop and watch it. Yeah, Patton's a sweetheart. I mean, he gets attacked mercilessly on Twitter for being... <laughs> For, for being outspoken about his political uh, I, uh, thoughts and ideas, none of them make it into this special, which is so nice. Uh, he even addresses it. Hey, I'm usually outspoken about it. You're not going to see it in this special. This is about me loving everything, because that's what the special is called. Okay, so Steve Stebbing joining us uh, at the home box office. And Steve, uh, maybe you can put this list up for us at stevestebbing.ca. I know it's there right now. Okay, because I, people are already asking for it. Some people People texting in that they're watching Waco. They said it's really good. Last mm-hmm. Kingdom and Wild Bill. That's some of the recommendations coming in already. 